When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're on SENZ, and joining us now out of Copenhagen is Marco Stamanik. Uh, g'day, Marco. How you doing, brother? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. That's the story. Hey, listen, first of all, congratulations on signing with Red Star Belgrade. That must be a bit of a dream come true, especially with your uh, your dad's background. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I grew up knowing this team my whole childhood with with my dad. He was a a big football fan back in back in his prime days when he was younger, and um, yeah, one of the teams there were Red Star and his city Belgrade. So I know a little bit about the club and uh, its history. It's a very historical club with a with a lot of trophies, a, a lot of wins, and yeah, good history behind it. Um, it was a, a good good opportunity for me to to join them in the summer, and I'm yeah. excited for it. Yeah, man, no, that that that's absolutely massive, massive move for you. Uh, you know, without getting into the dollars and cents of it, but what was the what was the uh, I guess what were they offering you that maybe FC Copenhagen couldn't? Yeah, I think for me personally, um, it, it wasn't a matter of Copenhagen had done anything wrong or I wasn't enjoying my time here. And to the contrast, I actually loved my time here. The, the last three years of my first three uh, professional years as a football player and I think they were yeah some of the best years I ever had as a as a football player um I got to play in in one of the best stadiums I think in Europe um with the with the atmosphere and parking um got to experience Champions League and everything so it, it definitely wasn't a matter of uh anything wrong in Copenhagen it was just me personally wanting to challenge myself um to take myself to to possibly the next level of uh see where I can go um, also, to just get myself uncomfortable, I think it's important in my in my career to take steps that would take me out of my comfort zone. Um, I think that will help me reach you know the goals that I'm looking to to achieve in my career. And I think this step was important for me to take, and um, yeah, also for my family as well, knowing my dad's uh, history. What you say, you know, the goals for your career. What are those goals? For yeah, for example, to play Champions League every year. I think in Red Star, they, they have a good uh, plat- platform for that. Um, they're, they're in Champions League most pretty much every year, if not every two years. Um, they're very dominant in the Serbian League. So it's another it's another good factor of how huge and um, how big they are as a club. Um, they also have a, have a Champions League uh, trophy in 1991, I think. But mm. it's something to... You know, Something that they have on, on their locker, which which is a good, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, to to be playing Champions League every year, to to make Premier League, and uh, to you know take the next level for for what I can achieve, basically. Yeah, yeah. And what about uh, the manager Milos uh, Milojevic? I mean, how much did he have to do with you um, getting this move, or was was did they have a recruitment team that works completely separately? I mean, how are those conversations for you? Yeah, and they generally go for for my agent. the The early conversations go for him. Uh, the The option came sort of after New Year's uh, in the new year. Um, you know, my head was was still with Copenhagen. It still is really. I have four months four months left there under contract. So, 
my full focus is with them. Um, however, the conversations were, were purely based between my agent and, and Red Star with the scouting team. And then I had a few conversations with the coach because I, I think it's important that also the coach wants me. Um, and that was all, all the boxes needed to be ticked before I was able to make the decision to go there. And um, for me, yeah, everything was, was really good. The project they had for me was really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to working with Milos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you are the lord of the midfield, apparently, according to the uh, uh, their their post on social media with you and the and the Frodo pose, letting the the ring about to fall on your finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of that as a way to announce you to uh, the Red Star fans? Yeah, no, it was great. It was it's great exposure. It's good. It's good for the image and also for the fans to realize also where I'm from. Um, from New Zealand, and I'm I'm very proud of my home country and. I'm proud to know that, that you know we're putting not only me but there are a, few, a lot more players that are putting our country on the map now in terms of football and in Europe and and all over the world actually. So I'm happy that they you know introduced a little bit of uh, New Zealand into it and let the fans know where I'm from as well. So yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, I wonder if you're going to get into the change room the first time they're all going to be looking at your feet, going, "Are they like they are in the movie?" No. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, um, you, you know, you wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for your time at Copenhagen and the and the opportunities that you've had there. Um, mm-hmm. you've still got half a season to go, obviously. Um, what are your goals for the rest of the season? I mean, we're still competing for for the championship. We are third place at the moment, so we are still in reach of it. Um, so my yeah, my heart and my and all my focus right now in trainings and games is for Copenhagen. Um, I've, they've given me so much in terms of putting me on the map for, for other clubs to pick me up and also experience and knowledge that I've gained over the last three years. So I'm ready to give everything that I have for the next four months, um, for them and for us to win, to win the championship and hopefully also for them to, to be able to reach Champions League once again for the following season after, after the summer break. Yeah, you know what it's like in New Zealand, mate. It's uh, you know, if Dan Carter helps a little old lady across the road with her grocery shopping, that'll lead the sports news. Um, but <laughs> it, it, is, it is hard for news uh, for football to to grab those sort of headlines. So when you played against Manchester City in the Champions League, that did make headlines over here. How was how was that experience? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, they just just even the few weeks before that was was crazy to get the, the my debut for the Champions League. So hearing the the anthem and you know the goosebumps you receive when you when you walk out the and onto the pitch, it, it was a surreal feeling. Um, but for the Manchester game was even more special because I had my family there, um, my mum, my dad, my little sister, and I also had my my coach that you know coached me all my childhood, Declan Edge. So. All the all the people that were crucial in my in my football and also in my life were all there watching me and supporting me and yeah it was a, it was a, one of the most special moments I've, I've ever had in my life so yeah I'm really grateful for it. What was the experience itself like once the whistle went? Because like you hear so many players just talk about the speed of the game and the diff, that difference. I mean, what did you find the difference was playing a, against a team that plays Premier League week in week out? Yeah, for sure. For sure, we. I was lucky enough to to be able to play them in the space of almost one week. So we played them first in Etihad, so that was in England. And the first time, you know, you get the goosebumps and uh, all the feelings before the game. And then the, when the whistle blows, you know, you're full focused on it, and you pretty much forget who you're playing against. But in this game, 
this was completely different. You know, I, I'd never been in a game before. Where I didn't touch the ball like for 15 minutes. <laughs> like the, the other team had all the possession and we weren't used to that because, you know, normally we, we would dominate the, the, in, the, in our league and we'd keep the ball for most of the, most of the game and everything. But yeah, this game we were just doing doggy. So I was thinking to, <laughs> thinking to myself, what have I got myself into? <laughs> but you learn a lot from that. That's what I'm what I'm leading into. The second game when we played them in, in parking, you know, we we picked up on the little things and um we, we managed to get a draw away. Um but yeah, definitely the, the tempo was on a whole nother level playing against them and they're arguably probably one of the best teams in the world. So um yeah, it was a insane experience to say yeah. the least. Yeah, would have been man, would have been. Uh, it sets you up beautifully to to go to Red Star as you as you know as we've talked about uh, with their Champions League runs that they generally have. Uh, what about Declan? You mentioned Declan there. He's obviously uh, you know I, I remember him as a player. Uh, I remember watching him yeah. play domestic you know club football in New Zealand as a player, and he was always you know sort of a step ahead of everybody else in his head. What's he What's he like as a coach? Yeah, he was he was really interesting. He was you know I had him since I was ten years old. Um, He's got a unique way of developing his players that sets you up best for Europe. So he wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to compare him to any other coach that I've ever had in, in New Zealand. He's, he, um, yeah, he, he had his players that he had for a long time. He invested a lot of time and energy into us and, you know, didn't, didn't only teach us about football, but also about mentality and how to handle things because, in New Zealand, you don't really have the pressure that you receive when you come to Europe. I think that was one of the the big things he taught us, and there were many many ways that he taught us how to handle that. Um, but also mainly football wise, uh, how to be friends with the ball. He always used to say, and he would do drills about this, and you know, we would spend hours on the field, and he would be teaching us. It wasn't only on the field; it was also off the field. The things that he would teach us about. So he definitely had a, a had a crucial role in in my football, and I'm lucky enough to to still stay in contact with him. And yeah, from time to time, he comes and watch my game. So it's even more of a privilege. One of my favourite pieces of football memorabilia as a New Zealand football fan is uh, England came here to play the All Whites in 1991 as part of New Zealand football centenary. And it was the England team that had just been at the 1990 World Cup. It was Gary Lineker and people like that were in this team. Um, and I've got Declan's shirt from the game signed by him and Paul Parker, the Manchester United fullback, who marked him that day. That's that's one of my favourite pieces of football memorabilia. It means a lot to me. Um, what about you? I mean, I know you early in your career, but have you got something that you've traded with another player or something you've had since a kid that that you treasure? Yeah, definitely as, as a kid... Um one of the many fond memories I had wasn't actually playing football, but watching football with my dad, you know, I would, I remember the 2010 world cup. I would, um, I would wake up my dad up early in the morning because of the hour difference. And, uh, we would, yeah, we would, I would wake him up on a, on a work day or a school day and we would just stay up for, yeah, four or five hours watching two consecutive games in a row. And I remember treasuring those moments because, you know, one day, hopefully in, in four years' time, that or three years' time, we'll be playing in a World Cup for New Zealand, um, and I hope that you know we can look back at that and say, "Wow, we were watching this, you know, ten, twelve years ago, and now now we're playing it, and and uh, and you're watching it." So, those are one of the memories that I'll forever have with my with my dad, and yeah, cherish. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, well, let's talk a little bit more about you. 
Marco. Um, I, I do something I like to call um, it's, it's kind of like a little penalty shootout, you know. So, so it's five quick questions mm. just to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, first one of those is um, if I grabbed your phone right now and had a look at Spotify, what's what's on the playlist, man? What are you thrashing? It's oh, a good question. You know, I'm so diverse with it. It depends <laughs> on you know the mood I'm feeling. But to be fair, you know, I'm I'm going for the the old school music and the a lot of reggae actually. Um, that's what I what's that's what I'm uh, listening to lately. Yeah, yeah, like Uncle Bob and Peter Tosh and people like that. Oh, UB40's got me. Bob Marley's got me. Uh, New Edition. All of these old school hits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what about movies or TV shows? If you've got a night off and you're kicking back, what's on the screen? My message has got me into some reality shows like uh, Too Hot to Handle, Love Island. Uh, but some of the Netflix series I watched recently is, uh, what was it called? You? It's a weird oh, yeah. one. You. Yeah, You. It's a new season came out of been watching that it's uh, pretty interesting recommend it how many stars mm, out of five maybe a good three and a half three and a half stars okay good 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 you've got a you've got a career to fall back on as tv critic <laughs> now um so we've got we've got that in there mate uh what about um you know you've got a weekend off you're not playing you're not training you can have a cheat meal what's your what's your uh what's your go-to comfort food oh i would say a good carbonara or pizza Mm, yeah, can't beat that, eh? Yeah. Something yeah. about Italian. Something about Italian. Yeah. Maybe yeah. mum's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got to put mum's cooking in there, otherwise you get in trouble when you get home. Yeah. Yeah. Face if I don't do that, yeah. <laughs> totally, man, totally. All right, well, uh, what about then, you know, you've talked about playing Manchester City in the Champions League, but uh, who is the best player you've shared a pitch with, do you think? It would have to be Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, from Man City. He was one of the players I've I still watch and admire and I, I love his playing style and I, I think he was definitely a a shock to the eyes when I when I saw him up close. So yeah, I'd have to say Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad name to have on the uh, have on the list to have played against, mate. Um uh, finally, Marco, and this may maybe the answer's the same. Maybe the answer's the same. But who's the most famous person you've ever met? Yeah, the whole Man City crew. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably either either him or Erling Haaland. To be fair, yeah, yeah one, one or two. The, yeah, yeah, those guys are uh, pretty big names. Pretty big names, actually. How much are you looking forward to the Man City Arsenal game during the week? Oh, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm, I'm rooting fast to take the title. My dad's on the other hand; he's a Man City fan, so it'd be an interesting one. Who more happy? Yeah, are you feeling nervous? Uh, nah, I think we got in the bag. Yeah, you got in the bag. You got in the, I love the confidence. <laughs> I love the confidence. Hey, Marco, thanks very much for giving us some time, bro. I really appreciate it. Uh, go well. Um, and I look forward to seeing how you close out the season with Copenhagen and, and really looking forward to your move to Red Star and seeing how the uh, Serbian League embraces you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.